Live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. Welcome, 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 radio fans and uh, air conditioners. Man, oh man, what do we got? Uh, Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. I am the Eggman, Ronnie James, your uh, broadcast radio legend, here with you on the uh, radio program, right? That's a lot of wasted words. Very humid with an afternoon thunderstorm possible today. Wow, the, uh, the coverage is not going to be... Uh, quite as widespread as it was yesterday, Monday, here in the triad. Uh, We could still uh, see a few uh, relatively strong storms pop up this afternoon. Otherwise, look for warm and very humid weather coming up. And uh, take a look at the seven-day forecast here. It is looking like the... uh, What the heck happened to the seven-day forecast? (laughs) It just blipped off my screen. Oh, my goodness me, I tell you. Well, let's take a look here. It's uh, Today, we have a high of 89 degrees. We got a low of 71 with a 30% chance of rain. The rain chance is going to drop tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, down to 0% for a couple of days, as a matter of fact. Wednesday and Thursday, 0% chance of rain with highs in the 90s and the lows in the uh, lower 70s. So, kind of nice weather there. If it's uh, if you're talking about Fort Lauderdale Beach, right? <laughs> then uh, the weekend Friday, thirty percent chance of rain, back to zero on Saturday, then up to forty percent on Sunday. That's your best chance of rain next week. So uh, be prepared here in the triad for your uh, weather, <laughs> whatever comes your way. How long before? Uh, Everything starts to turn brown again here. Everything's nice and green. That's a gloomy, depressing time when uh, all the leaves fall off. And it just has that look like the uh, front cover of a Ozzy Osbourne album, you know? <laughs> I, I think I'm funny, but, I, you know, I think it's, it's debatable, right? <laughs> Everything's debatable. The uh, housing boom uh, could be over. It, it, that's the... Uh, that's the shocking headline. In fact, I'll give you the whole headline here. Let me do it. Uh, housing boom over. I'm kind of changing it as I go. New home sales at pandemic low. Is that a enough of a ball-grabbing, shockified headline? Or do I need to make it even worse? The bloody housing market. The, the housing market has bludgeoned to death. <laughs> Oh, man. So a beginning of a housing uh, crash. The boom is over as uh, new home sales fall to a pandemic low. And the sales of new single-family homes down. I'm going to break it down for you a little bit here. As a former real estate agent, (laughs) I used to play one on the radio. The Associated Press... uh, uh, is a progressive bias piece of crap. That's the uh, the next thing we're going to talk about today, too. 
and what has happened to the Associated Press through the years. Uh, you fellow radio people out there, uh, the ones that are old like me can go back and remember the big teletype clickety-click machine in the hallway. Uh, I, was, I worked at a radio station where they had it in a closet, the AP News Wire. And you, you got your news and it printed it off. Then you had to kind of decipher it. But at least it had phonetic spelling of um, like foreign leaders' names to help out that local DJ in a small town. When Jean-Claude Devalier was uh, the president of Haiti. Uh, man, you know, it was a good thing for the phonetic breakdown. Or you sound like an idiot. And so that's that. So this housing boom thing, let's get right into that. Here's some technical numbers for you, so don't get too sleepy-eyed. The sale of a new single-family homes fell to an annualized rate. And basically, it's a percentage um, that they throw out there. And the annualized rate is 676000 which is 6.6% below May's rate of 724000 at 19.4% below the June 2020 level of 839000 That's a pretty big drop. Now, the claim that this is the beginning of a housing crash is a, is a nice headline. It caught my eye. So I, you know, checked into it. it. Says the median price of a newly built home in June rose to just 6% from June of 2020. All right, so that's a pretty good, but it says the median price of newly built home in June rose just 6% from June 2020. I bet it rose. It's not saying it went down. The inventory of new homes for sale jumped from 5.5, a 5.5 month supply in May to a 6.3 month supply in June. Okay. So the um, supply of homes is going up. That's the number that could be the hurtful, truthful number. You know, when that number stops, you know, when the slows down, starts to increase the available houses. And they go by the MLS usually on that. It's, a, it, you know, it's, like, it's a real easy to get that number. The, the real estate brokers, MLS that they use all over the country here. So that's an easy number to get to see that there's more listings, you know, than there are houses being sold. It's a pretty basic fundamental number. Says that uh, I see a sign here from a DR Horton talking about how they have slowed their home sales pace to uh, the more closely want to align to our current production levels. In other words, we're all going to die. The real estate market's crashing. Forbes magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. 
We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan Cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit coronacigar.com. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Man, we're up to uh, 700 and, I don't know, 770,000? Or is it 700,700, I think, or something? Anyways, we're above 700,000 listeners to the show, and uh, that's a pretty nice number. Uh, It's it's definitely looking like we're going to do a million uh, listeners by uh, the end of the year. I mean, unless something drastically goes wrong here, or I die or something, and... uh, but even then, you guys will still be listening for a while. I mean, uh, the one-month shelf life of a podcast is interesting. The peak one month, you know, at, at about a month it peaks, and then it narrows, and then it kind of, you know, just stays the same <laughs> forever, it seems. I mean, I have shows going back to the beginning of when I first started doing this show a couple of years ago that are still showing, you know, a thousand listeners a day for a show that's like two years old. So, you know, so it's interesting. It's interesting how the stats work in podcast radio. But yeah, um, yeah, DR Horton, the big home builder. Uh, I, I don't know if it was a tweet, it was a message somewhere. I think it's from the uh, uh, Donald Horton himself. He said, listen carefully because you have to, you know, everything has political slant to it. We have slowed our home sales pace to more closely align to our current production levels while building out the infrastructure needed to support a higher level of home starts. Sounds like a bunch of bullcrap, right? It is. It's a press release bullcrap. But uh, it sounds like a bunch of crap. In other words, things are slowing down and we're slowing down and we're trying to make it sound as nice as we can, right? I mean, that's how I read that. It's a bunch of realtor speak <laughs> so the sales of newly built homes dropped in june to the lowest level since the early days of the coronavirus pandemic in april of 2020 now i read into that something is that the crux of the article in other words is that what they got that's what they're going on completely it sounds like it and if you think about that, it's kind of like Joe Biden claiming that uh, unemployment is at an all-time low uh, since the beginning of the pandemic. I forget to tell you that that's what he means. Since the beginning of the pandemic, yes, I forgot to tell you that. Other than that, unemployment sucks. It's the same with this here. Cause anything that only dates back to the pandemic, not really fair. You, now, you, now, maybe they go back before that. Sales of new single-family homes fell to an annualized rate. Oh, we already did that part. You don't want to hear those numbers again. No, that's actually different numbers, but those numbers are just 
They're paralyzingly boring. After a year of a frenzied buying and price gains in the double digits, newly built homes are now out of reach. <laughs> out of reach. Now out of reach for much of the demand that remains in the market. Now listen to that again. After a year of frenzied buying and price gains in the double digits, newly built homes are now out of reach for much of the demand. So in other words, everybody that could afford it, everybody that got a bunch of money from the government for the pandemic, whether it be a business or uh, individuals, there's a lot of money thrown out there, man, to keep things going. And the median price of newly built homes in June rose just 6%, which they said before. So the article's repeating itself. Most of the home buying is on the higher end of the market, and builders cannot afford to put up affordable homes due to skyrocketing construction costs. Okay? Most of the home buying is on the higher end of the market, and builders cannot afford to put up affordable homes due to skyrocketing construction costs. See, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, that that the construction cost can trigger a housing crash because of the ridiculous cost. There's a, a lumber company, uh, I think Softwood Lumber, uh, they spiked more than 300% during the pandemic. They're, they're, and, and while it has fallen back dramatically in the last month, it's still about 75% above its 2019 average. Other lumber products are still significantly more expensive. We also know there are shortages of appliances, labor, and affordable lots. Noted, uh, uh, I don't want to read that, chief investigator. The moderation in home sales is likely a combination of sticker shock and the slowdown in the ability of the builders to finish homes because of a, of a variety of delays. The inventory of new homes for sale jumped from 5.5 a month to the supply of 6.3 a month in June. Buyers in June were also hit with higher mortgage rates. And annual comparisons will get even more difficult in the coming months. Now, there's the first piece of actual straight-up opinion from whoever this is writing this article of where I'm getting most of this from because that's a straight-out opinion. The annual comparisons will get even more difficult in the coming months. Well, you know, that's not 100% for sure. Uh, buyers in June were also hit with higher mortgage rates, which spiked about a quarter of a percentage point during the month. That's important. Okay. When the mortgage rates th start to spike like that, and you combine that with the cost of construction, I'll say it again. We're all going to die. <laughs> oh man. It, it, you know, so many people are out there trying to uh, refinance and uh, get some equity out of their property, man. You better get it done. Get her done. I'm telling you, get her done, man. Get that refi done and put that money in the bank. Hell, even if you lose your house, at least you'll have that equity out of the property. And then the bank has to take the loss. <laughs> so there's uh, still a strong demand from buyers, but uh, much of it is uh, being squelched by affordability and supply issues. Oh, Lord. Hey! 
We'll be back. Eggman, a radio addiction program. Don't touch it. Keep your hands off of it. Stop that. Stop it. November 1802. John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she'd promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. Eggman Radio Addiction Program. What's going on? What's going on? All right, the uh, next thing we're going to talk about is uh, media bias, okay? Um, the Associated Press I'm going to pick on. And, and let me tell you what's going on with that. I mean, it's like in going back uh, through the years in radio, the AP Wire, you know, that was that big uh, ticker tape-like machine. You could see it in movies now, older movies, you know, the guy doing the news. Even the TV stations used it. Um, you know, it was a... Uh, giant teletype machine thing that basically typed out the news on a uh, like a big sheet of look like mimeograph paper but it was on a long roll and it had little holes on the side and it ticked and ticked and ticked all day long as it typed you know breaking news used to mean something when you got it off of the associated press wire now it's a bunch of media bias bullcrap and, uh, you know, journalists slanting the news, it, it, it's, it's become a real problem because uh, people don't know the difference. You know, there's a lot of moronic people out there that they don't know when they're being proselytized to. They don't know when they're being sold a bill of bull crap. You know, and the blatant bias that is out there these days, you know, that, that we all can see, that most people can see, like, for instance, presidential town halls. Remember them um, uh, leading up to the uh, election between Biden and Trump? The town halls, what they, um, what they did to Trump. Remember Savannah Guthrie? She just decided on her own that uh, my job as a moderator is to debate, attack, and interrupt the president, President Trump. Because I hate his guts. And she had that sour puss on her puss. That, uh, you know, because she didn't want anybody touching hers. And then uh, when Biden got his town hall, George Stephanopoulos got down on his hands and knees, unzipped Joe Biden, and proceeded to pump him up like a, uh, like a pool toy. Ah, oh, yes, Mr. President. <gasps> 
How's that? But there's a more insidious form of media bias. And it comes in the use of language and the way these journalists use terms to favor the left. And there's a lot of examples out here. The AP News book. It's really for AP Newswire, whatever you want to call it. It has always been the holy grail of American journalism. Like the Bible of news for broadcasters. You didn't even think about it, that it's a it's been slanted. I would love to go back and read headlines from the day that used to come off the wire. You know, when I was doing news and radio on news radio, radio stations, regular, you know, car FM, AM radio stations, I mean. And you read that news, and I don't remember ever questioning the bias of the news article. And I don't really think there was. I think it was just straight up news. President Kennedy was shot. You know, not the political leanings either way, you know, straight up. The uh, Associated Press came out in 1953, and it was the leading authority of on grammar and style by reporters <laughs> and editors as well. A corporate communication reference guide, it's updates about how to use words. That's how they got started, how to use words. And then I guess it turned into the thing that uh, you look at every day on the news when back in the day when you were doing the news. Now, you think about the bias. I mean, the Black Lives Matters protest, you know, the and the news that did not come out about it and how it got covered and not covered. And see, the not covered is the key thing. I mean, they basically ignored the violent riots, the looting, in hundreds of American cities around the United States. You know, and and that's why now George Floyd is is looked upon as the god of thugs. <laughs> and if you want to speak about the uh, the truth, the AP advised journalists to stop calling them riots. That came from the top. I mean, this is an actual factual thing out there. The AP news heads advise their journalists to stop calling them riots and to use the more neutral protest instead. Use protest instead of violence. Yeah, when it happens to you, it's freaking violence, okay? It happens to everybody else, it's a protest. Until it starts happening now to CNN and notice the left-wing Democrats are also being attacked because they don't care. They're not they're not really politically motivated. They don't know anything about what's going on politically. They're directed and run by a more primal survival mechanism. Okay, they're not there. They don't know. So these woke cancel culture idiots that think that, you know, by siding with this leftist Marxist criminal element that it's not going to catch up to you, it's going to get you one way or the other. You're going to go out there like you're Miss Woke or Mr. Woke, and you're going to get your woke chopped right the frick off. And you better hope it's only one of the extremities that you have two of. 
Eggman Radio Addiction program. We'll be right back to uh, finish up the show for today on this beautiful Tuesday in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And High Point, North Carolina. Yeah. And Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh, the Indian takeaway. Overordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taco dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, love. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. (laughs) Cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. When you came in And every shadow filled up with doubt I don't know who you think you are But before the night is through I want to do bad things with you Mm. Holy smokes, meet California's weed nuns They are uh, on a mission to heal the world with cannabis. The Sisters of the the Valley, a group of self-ordained weed nuns, are putting their faith in the powers of cannabis to help heal the world. (laughs) This uh, non-religious sect comprised of a uh, sorority of radical feminists was founded by Sister Kate, a self-declared anarchist who is 62 years old, she is a self-declared anarchist nun. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. They smoke weed. Anarchist nuns. The women grow and harvest their own cannabis plants to create holistic medicinal products such as cannabidol. Cannabidol. I can never say that. Cannabidol. Cannabidol. Cannabidol? Yeah. Jeez. Salves, salves and tinctures and uh, balms and soaps and uh, stuff they sell online. Uh, they use a strain of marijuana that eliminates the psychoactive compound of THC. I hate it when they do that. <laughs> it still contains, can still contain CBD, which has been touted to help treat everything from epilepsy to cancer and addiction. Funny how you would treat addiction with something that's addictive, huh? Oh my Sister Kate's uh, real name uh, Christian Mazin started the business With only 12 plants But has since grown the organization Into an international outfit Then of course the pandemic came along They were were cranking along With a million bucks a year in sales They were doing it right So the uh, (laughs) So the Weed nuns are doing their thing. You can't beat that. I mean, it's time to get out of here. And uh, we'll see you, see you uh, uh, next show. Uh, remember, it's better to conquer yourself than to win a thousand battles. Then the victory is yours. Eggman, over and out. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.